Morning Prayer on the 2nd of March. Today the Church remembers St Chad, Bishop of Lichfield and missionary among the Mercian Saxons. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Hear our voice, O Lord, according to your faithful love. According to your judgment, give us life. Have mercy on me, O God, in your great goodness. According to the abundance of your compassion, blot out my offences. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my faults and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and righteous in your judgment. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me again the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your gracious Spirit. Then shall I teach your ways to the wicked, and sinners shall return to you. Deliver me from my guilt, O God, the God of my salvation and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and forever. Amen. Psalm 50 The refrain is, Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. The Lord, the most mighty God, has spoken and called the world from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and will not keep silence. Consuming fire goes out before him, and a mighty tempest stirs about him. He calls the heaven above, and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me, my faithful, who have sealed my covenant with sacrifice. Let the heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I will testify against you, O Israel, for I am God, your God. I will not reprove you for your sacrifices, for your burnt offerings are always before me. I will take no bull out of your house, nor he goat out of your folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains and the insect of the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the whole world is mine and all that fills it. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and fulfil your vows to God Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall honour me. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. But lo, the wicked says, God, but, but to the wicked says God, Why do you recite my statutes and take my covenant upon your lips, since you refuse to be disciplined and have cast my words behind you? 
When you saw a thief, you made friends with him, and you threw in your lot with adulterers. You have loosed your lips for evil, and harnessed your tongue to deceit. You sit and speak evil of your brother, and slander your own mother's son. These things have you done, and should I keep silence? Do you think I am even such a one as yourself? But no, I must reprove you, and set before your eyes the things that you have done. You that forget God, consider this well, lest I tear you apart and there is none to deliver you. Whoever offers me the sacrifice of thanksgiving honours me, and to those who keep my way will I show the salvation of God. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Mighty God, dwelling in unapproachable light, forgive our vain attempts to appease you, and show us your full salvation in Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. A poem in response to Psalm 50 by Malcolm Guide, taken from David's Crown. Your heart's in heaven, keep your treasure there. For heaven itself is coming to the earth, our God is coming, and he will appear in perfect beauty. All these pangs of birth will turn to joy as our whole world is born again in him. The pain, the want, the dearth, the dark will vanish in that rising dawn, <clears throat> and all the creatures on a thousand hills, people and beasts and birds, that holy morn will join in one dawn chorus. Glory spills already from beneath that glad horizon, and even now he, you hear his voice. He calls you through your conscience, calls through th you through your reason, he calls you through your deep imagination, he calls you to discern his time and season. A reading from the Gospel according to St John. Chapter 6, beginning at verse 52. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate, and they died. But the one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. A reflection on the passage from St John's Gospel by Margaret Whip, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood. We have come a long way from the picnic on the hillside. Through rich layers of figurative language, the evangelist draws our attention ever deeper into the full meaning of Jesus' life and death. Today's reflection carries a profound message for contemporary Christians who, like the first Gospel readers, still meet Jesus in the Eucharist. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? 
It is a shocking image, one that forces us to face the connections between death and life, sacrifice and self-giving. The only way that Jesus' flesh can become life-giving food for others will be through his death. His blood, which in Jewish thinking was such a sacred life force, will be released only through brutal sacrifice. These everyday metaphors of eating and drinking are radically disrupted and transcended. The invitation to believers is to partake. We must eat and drink if we are to know eternal life. Jesus insists on this act of most intimate communion. It is through his own indwelling that we will share in the divine union itself. Such daring theology invites argument and mocking disbelief. Then as now, there are many who find it all, quite literally, too much to swallow. Yet still Jesus calls to the table those who have much faith and those who can only seek a little more to feed on him in our hearts with thanksgiving. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. You are the God of my salvation. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I hope all the day long. O my God, in you I trust. Remember, Lord, your compassion and love, for they are from everlasting. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Today the Benedictus begins and ends with a refrain suitable for the day when we celebrate a missionary, St Chad. Christ gave them as a light to the nations that his salvation might reach to the ends of the earth. Christ gave them as a light to the nations that his salvation might reach to the ends of the earth. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Christ gave them as a light to the nations, that his salvation might reach to the ends of the earth. So we come to God to make our morning sacrifice of thanksgiving. For life itself, for being brought safely to the day, this day. All the blessings of this life, 
but above all for his inestimable love and the redemption of the world through our Lord Jesus Christ. For the means of grace. For the hope of glory. So we thank the Lord for where we are and who we live with, if we live with others. Those we're in touch with, all the different media at our disposal. Thank God for each other who share this morning prayer. By no means all known to each other and spread across many different places. Thank God for each other. We thank God for the self giving love of Christ. Let us pause to absorb the shock of those words about eating and drinking the flesh of Christ. And ponder the self-giving, the sacrificial willingness to surrender to brutality which lies behind them. We thank God for the hope of resurrection, for the pledge of resurrection. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. for all who are enslaved in any way. That they may find freedom. We pray for all those who do not know the love of Christ. they may come to know it and accept it. Let us pray for all missionaries, those who travel far away, places and cultures that are foreign to them and those whose mission 
is in their own land. Then maybe again within a culture or subculture very foreign to them. We thank God for all those who are opening up and being trained for mission, particularly for those who are being trained as pioneers to plant and foster churches and bring the light of Christ where it's not shone before. We thank you for any we know who are involved with such churches and such pioneering work. And we ask that as a church we may be wise in integrating missionary work with the more traditional work of the church and that wise and radical where necessary decisions may be made as to where resources should be put. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Pray for the church in the countryside, for all villages and small congregations where there is a struggle to go forward into the future, lack of resources, lack of people, lack of money, maybe responsibility and love for a very ancient building. Then we pray for wisdom for all those who are charged in discerning what the way forward should be. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the people of Yemen as they face mounting famine and for all other places where there is famine and destruction. pray in penitence as part of nations which have allowed this to happen they're still allowing it and indeed complicit in the violence the destruction the warfare We also pray for places where local nationalisms 
and inter-ethnic hatreds are being given free reign. And among them we pray for the province of Tigray in Ethiopia, where so little is known of what is really going on, where whole groups of people seem to have disappeared. We raise this situation to God. along with all places wasted and ravaged by human sin. We also pray for all places ravaged by the effects of climate change already, increasingly ravaged. For all efforts to counter those effects and make life tolerable for their inhabitants, especially for all efforts which engage those inhabitants themselves in new methods, new farming, new campaigning, new words to the world as to what needs to be done. Among them we pray for the indigenous peoples of the Philippines and for the work of the Philippine Independent Episcopal Church as it works among them and helps them campaign for better environmental policy and behaviour. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for our nation. For those of us who are in England, we pray for England. So we think of Chad of Litchfield, that city near the centre of our country. We pray that the love of Christ may be found at the centre of our country. Almighty God, from the first fruits of the English nation who turned to Christ, you called your servant Chad to be an evangelist and a bishop of his own people. Give us grace so to follow his peaceable nature, humble spirit and prayerful life, that we may truly commend to others the faith which we ourselves profess. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Trusting in the compassion of God, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. 
May God, our Redeemer, show us compassion and love. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.